This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the J, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And I explained that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast in episode zero. But in brief, what we try to accomplish here is we try to look at the issues of faith, family, fitness, and finances, and hopefully challenge you, encourage you, give you a little bit to think about, and help you accomplish your goals and get closer to being the person you're trying to be. Again, thank you so much. It's been a great four, five, six weeks here. We've had some tremendous growth in the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, and I'm trying to do new things. Uh, I'm trying to experiment in where I record, environments where I record, uh, who I interact with, because where you are and how you do things has, uh, has an impact on your words. And so I'm actually going down the road right now. The, I record all my podcasts through Anchor. Uh, you can get the Anchor app or you can do it online. And I typically record in my office. But sometimes I like to record on the road. I might record a free Friday, a five-minute episode on the road. And uh, the, the podcast, excuse me, the app will only let you record a certain number of minutes at a time. So I don't typically record a long-form episode on the road. But then I realized, oh, I can record them in segments along the way, and then maybe I can build a podcast throughout the week. Because a lot of times I get inspiration or a thought of something I want to say, and I I just don't, I might make a voice memo or I might forget it. So this attempt here is for me to record my podcast for you in different segments, and probably around four and a half minute segments to make sure I don't get cut off at five minutes, and then I'm going to assemble the podcast later on. Well, let's get to it. Today is Monday. It is November the 5th, and if you are living in America, um, and if you're not living underneath a rock, you know that the election is tomorrow. And I don't remember a more heated time of an election since we went through this two years ago. It seems that 2016 and 2018 are intense, heated times of election. Part of that is the atmosphere created uh, by the presiding party. Some of that is atmosphere created by the, uh, the minority party and the back and forth. Uh, media plays a part in that. Social media plays a part in that. A- an emboldened uh, group of generations, both a new generation who's very vocal about what they want and uh, an established generation who is uh, very vocal about returning to certain ideals. Uh, whatever the case may be, it seems to be just incredibly heated. And I'm hesitant to even address the election in my podcast. Uh, If I want listens and I want clicks, address the podcast. That's not what I'm doing here. Because I also know that if I want conflict or if I want uh, perhaps negative feedback or to join into the uh, unhealthy atmosphere of conversation, well, all I gotta do is talk about the election. But it seems like the right thing to talk about. I want to give credit uh, to my buddy Danny. He's my friend. He goes to my church. He's my running buddy. Uh, He's also known as Termite. You can find him at his podcast at 80-Bit Podsmash with our friend Dan, uh, who is Penguin. Uh, Check him out. You'll get it. It's an entertainment 
and uh, it's basically an entertainment podcast through the lens of video games that taps on everything from religion to politics to science. Check them out, 80-Bit Podcast. Uh, excuse me, 80-Bit Podsmash. So I'm running with them, and I'm talking about uh, just sort of the rise and fall of listens, and he says, you should do a podcast about the election. And I immediately said, man, no way. But in thinking about it, I thought, you know what? There might be some benefit to that. So here I am. Uh, I want to give thanks to Danny. You can blame him if this goes poorly. Uh, So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to try to give three tips, three pieces of advice as we approach and even as we endure and look at this election in the rearview mirror. So hang around. I'll be back in just a moment, and I will give you tip number one. But here are my three tips to enduring persevering and surviving the upcoming and perhaps even the post-election if you're listening. So I'll be back in just a moment with tip number one. Well, friends, thanks so much for that small break. So here is my first tip, my first piece of advice into surviving the election. Maybe I should call this, this election's going to hurt instead of this is going to hurt. So let's go with that. Tip number one for this election's going to hurt. Here it is. You ready? Everybody calm down. I want to address Christians and I want to uh, address folks who are not Christians. First of all, Christians, uh, there is a fervor, there is a fever pitch right now that if conservatives do not remain in the majority and in power, that we're going to regress as a country or that we're going to give up ground. And whereas any change in who's sitting in power means a change of political direction and movement, I believe this is wrong thinking that we're going to be giving up ground. You see, here's the thing. As a Christian, no matter what your uh, theological ideologies, I think most of us would believe that God is in control. If you're of the Reformed theological background, that's called sovereignty. Um, if, if you're not, there's still just a sense that, you know, when God closes a window, he opens the door, whatever the expression may be. But here's the thing, friends. We believe God's in control. And so, whether you're working for the election or not working for it, or whether you are uh, trying to persuade people, or whether you're quiet about it, If God chooses in his sovereignty to move us into a different time of political uh, uh, persuasiveness or whether he allows this present uh, group uh, of thinking to remain, at no point in time has God lost control. At no point in time is the effort of a Christian, uh, it's not disregarded, it's not inhibited. If uh, conservative ideologies remain in power, it's not like being a Christian is going to be impossible to do. And if they leave power, it's not like being a Christian is going to be impossible to do. Listen, I'm not even talking about working for uh, the, uh, the people you want in power. I'll talk about that in a minute. My point being is, let's calm down. Let's not act like God all of a sudden has fallen asleep on the throne. If political shift of power takes place. Friends, if you aren't a Christian, please listen to me. Same thing. I understand the fear and the concern and even the anger about what's going on right now. 
But whether there's a shift or not, civility has got to be the, the, the communication and the atmosphere of the day. My first thought is this. My first tip is this. Let's all calm down. Let's all calm down. Because if we all calm down, it's going to enable us to move towards tip or piece of advice number two. And I'll be back in a minute with piece or advice number two. Okay, friends, here is my second piece of advice about the election. Can we all return to civil conversations? Can we all return to conversations that are not demeaning, that are less heated, and are initiated and resolved with a manner of respect? Listen, I know that our sitting president often does not take that approach either in public or even with his Twitter account. That does not give anybody, anybody, the right to be abusive in their language and their tone. In fact, if the criticism is that, then the proper approach should be to be sure we interact civilly. We're not going to make any progress in either direction if we remove human dignity as the grid through which we interact. So no matter where you are in this present election, whether you want to ensure that conservatism remains in power, or whether you want to ensure that, for lack of a better term, liberalism moves into power, no matter what, either one, I'm speaking to everybody here, we've got to return to interacting with an air of civility. And if someone ups the game, if someone all of a sudden begins the conversation, either online or in person, whatever the case may be, and they're not interacting with you with a tone that's civil, the options are twofold. One, walk away and end the conversation. Two, continue it, but just ask for that. Hey, can we continue this conversation with civility and graciousness? And if the answer is no refer back to rule number one, then just leave the conversation. But we're not going to make progress presently if we don't have civil conversations where we recognize the dignity of the other person. So having said that, let's get ready to move on to tip or advice number three. One, the first one is let's calm down. Number two, let's have civil interactions. And I'll be right back with tip number three. Okay, friends, I am back for my final piece of advice in the midst of the This Election is Going to Hurt podcast. Uh, let me tell you a little bit of a backstory. Uh, I had just this tremendous conversation with my kids the other day. I mean, just politically, it was probably the most enjoyable conversation. One, I enjoyed uh, talking to them in a very uh, intelligent manner. They had asked good questions. They wanted to know where I was. They expressed their print opinion excuse me, freely. Uh, And it it just got me thinking uh, along these lines. We've got to set a good example. Tip number three is set a good example. You see, when I grew up uh, in high school, it was in the 80s. 
Uh, so that was the Reagan era, and in high school there was a young Republicans club, uh, but I don't really remember them having much of an impact or force uh, or voice in high school, uh, probably because it was the Reagan era, and that was just uh, the accepted approach to politics, and so the young Republicans just were young Republicans. That's not the way it is today now. My kids uh, are very politically conscious. Um, They have friends that they agree with. They have friends they disagree with. They have friends that they can interact in both those arenas, and they're very aware of people who take things out of hand and get out of hand. And I'm just aware right now that our kids are paying attention to how we approach this election. And if we're rude, and if we're mean, and we are racist, or homophobic, or xenophobic, whatever the case may be, our children are going to notice that. They're either going to pick up our phobias, or they're going to see a good example and follow what we do. So even if you don't have kids... uh, The generation of non-voters presently, they're paying attention to how we do this. So we're either setting an example of how we should approach politics in this country, or we are setting an example uh, for them to avoid. For instance, a lot at stake here as a country for our politics, but what's also at stake is the next generation's approach to politics. So we are establishing a political future for them, but we're also establishing a pathway and rails for them to run on when they get involved in politics. We're either setting an example for them to avoid or we're setting an example for them to follow. Friends, this election is important. If this is pre-election, uh, please uh, take an intelligent approach to it, an educated approach, and vote. If this is post-election, Um, Just remember, friends, uh, God is in control, uh, that the rails have not run off. Again, my three pieces of advice is first, let's be calm. Uh, The the second one is let's be civil. And three, let's set a good example. Uh, My prayers uh, are following this election. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote in an educated way. I'm going to do the best I can with the options that are before us. I'm going to have great conversations with my kids. I'm going to try to speak intelligently about these things to my congregation. And I hope you are able to do the same in your realm, excuse me, realm and sphere of influence. Friends, I hope you like this approach to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. Give me some feedback if you like the different segments. I'd like to hear from you what you think about it. I hope the uh, This Election Is Gonna Hurt podcast has been enjoyable to you. I'd love any feedback you'd like to give me. Uh, If I've posted this on Facebook, give me a comment. If I've posted this on Instagram, uh, slip me a DM there and let me know how you're doing. You can email me um, at gordon at jgordonnecken.com. You can find me at my website, jgordonnecken.com. As always, thank you so much for your participation, your listening, your liking, your subscribing, your reviewing. As always, if you've enjoyed this, uh, just take maybe a screenshot, put it up on your Instagram or Facebook stories, let people know, tweet it out. Thank you so much. And I'm going to let you know, again, if you like this podcast and you'd like to support it, if you just go to the homepage, which is anchor.fm forward slash this is going to hurt, uh, we have a Patreon there. We have a way in which you can support it financially. There's three different levels. It's monthly. Uh, we're looking to get some new equipment and improve our sound quality. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. 
and I look forward to catching up with you on Friday when we have our free Friday episode, which is our five-minute or less thought to get you into the weekend. Friends, thanks so much for everything. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.